0: Hey folks, welcome to a special quarantine episode of Beyond the Beaded Curtain. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Randy Chardonnay, and I'm here today with a very special guest. A special guest, please introduce yourself for the folks at home.
1: Hello, I am Honey Welbutrin, and um, first time, long time.
0: First time, long time. She can say that and. It's believable, whereas a lot of you I know are sort of uh, just checking into the show for the first time this week, because it's been just just explosive growth. Everyone's stuck at home, uh, they're, they're tired of Netflix, they're tired of Twitch, they're tired of YouTube, and they're like, what, what, where do I go for more content? And the answer is, you come over here uh, to Beyond the Beaded Curtain, where we slip through the beaded curtain at the, uh, in, the, in that weird corner of the VHS rental store and watch a, a terrible, well, sometimes terrible, this time, terrible movie uh, and talk about it with you. So one thing I want the folks to know right away is that you selected the movie for <laughs> this uh, episode.
1: Um, uh, <laughs> okay. We can go with that. Sure. But, but just big disclaimers on that. <laughs>
0: Oh, well, what are the disclaimers?
1: <laughs> well, um, you've asked me to appear on this podcast. Um, Correct. And like many of the people you've asked to appear on this podcast, I, I'm i not really what you would call a fan of pornography. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm. I, I I kind mm. of avoid You're it. So... I, I don't know that I've seen one. Like, I, I don't think of myself as, you know, a prude. I want to be very, you know, open to what people like, but just for me personally, um, not a fan. I I always Mm. go back to the Mm. John Waters quote. That's like hardcore pornography is like watching open heart surgery. It's just sort of like just organs like brightly lit and it's, it's, it's unappealing. So my theory was if I could do a cartoon, (laughs) I wouldn't have Mm -hmm. to see just like, Gross sweat organs, I think, was my goal, just to avoid that. <laughs> so I sort of pulled that off. I did like, <laughs> but unfortunately, yeah, sort of. this this movie brings in a whole other host of issues that that we'll get into.
0: Oh, we'll get into it. Um, this the, the movie we watched is an animated film uh, called Once Upon a Girl from 1976. It's mostly animated. Uh, it has a sort of a live-action frame story, where Mother Goose is on trial uh, for reasons unclear. But it's it's basically sort of a sort of a, a fairy tale uh, trilogy, animated. And I'm I'm not sure why it exists. Uh, did you just search for like cartoon porn or uh, what? Did, how did you stumble across this one?
1: Yeah, I think I. I was just like, what is sort of the history of like, I, I dabble in a bit of animation myself. Yes. Uh, So I was like this, this had to be happening, um, in the seventies, which is sort of where you go to for this podcast.
0: Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. um, so it's my fault. That's correct.
1: Yes. I well, I mean, I wasn't going to look up the like Wikipedia article on like, Cartoon porn, um, mm. just without your influence. So you've had that effect on me. Um, I'm <laughs> just really messing with all of my like Google results rankings and uh, That's true, targeted yeah. advertisement. It's it's um, yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to let people sort of um, 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 peek behind the curtain, and I'll just uh, point out that as a pro tip, uh, I use uh, the web browsers Safari and Chrome and chrome i use pretty much exclusively for this podcast <laughs> in private mode so i um, sorry sorry chrome you're never allowed out of private browsing mode
1: <laughs> i feel Just, like uh, it should be like explorer isn't isn't bing the thirsty browser or a thirsty bing search engine the thirsty
0: browser <laughs> You know, um, honey, thank you so much for doing that so naturally. Um, This episode is sponsored in part by Bing, the Thirsty Search Engine. Uh, Yeah, it's great for whatever you're searching things like cartoon porn or um, Mother Goose porn or uh, Cinderella porn, Jack and the Beanstalk porn. Go ahead and do it in Bing. Bing understands. They sure do Uh, a question uh as an as an animator yourself uh you have you ever have you ever entertained the thought of um getting into erotic animation or is that sort of not really what what uh where your career has taken you thus far
1: i mean so far no no solid offers um mm. i'm not gonna say outright no i mean because i mean i i I need to make a dollar here and there. It's, it's tough times, you know? Sure. I have yeah. done medical animation before. So mm. I am, like, I have had the experience of a supervisor saying, you know, I'm going to need that vagina on my desk by 10 a.m. tomorrow. <laughs> and, and I've done it, you know? I, I pulled it off.
0: In, in those exact words? <laughs>
1: Roughly, roughly, I might be. Roughly. It
0: was, cool. it was a couple years ago. Uh, uh, that's, well, that's, I mean, you're halfway there already, yeah. as far as I can tell. Why don't I go ahead then? And uh, I'm going to read a little section um, from my forthcoming book, Like Fine Wine The Randy Chardonnay Guide to Adult Cinema, uh, where I have a, just a brief mention of Once Upon a Girl from 1976. Does that work for you, honey? Sounds great. Wonderful. Once Upon a Girl answers the question What if Mad Magazine took over Fractured Fairy Tales, but with boobs? You might think that Jack and the Beanstalk, Cinderella, and Little Red Riding Hood might be somewhat lacking in erotic potential, and you'd be correct. We're not saying that cartoons can't be sexy, but we will say that this cartoon isn't sexy. The jokes are weak, the stories are problematic, and the animation is troubling misogynistic even by vintage adult film standards, and surprisingly homophobic, too. Bad. Keywords, animation, fairy tales, nipple fetish. <laughs> now, honey, um, how soon, how early in this film did you realize that together we had made a terrible mistake?
1: Um, about the time that a um a frog starts performing cunnilingus on a milkmaid i think that's about roughly the first sex scene in the film i think
0: yes that's about when i started to uh to to realize we were in for for a long watch as well um jack in the beanstalk uh, jack is the star of the of the first vignette uh and almost immediately his friend, a horny frog is sort of dropped into the cleavage of, uh, of a, of a, of a lady sort of masturbating by a Creek. Um, and, and then, yes, um, he, the frog does two very troubling things. Um, the first is that upon, um, kind of sliding down her dress, um, and yes, um, briefly performing cunnilingus, uh, He later, uh, I forget why and I'm not going to check, but for some reason, uh, the frog sort of leaps into her vagina and emerges from her mouth.
1: And I do have a note here um, because that part did stand out to me as well. Sure. And (laughs) the uh, off screen, when the frog emerges from her mouth, Jack says... Wow, that's what I call a head job.
0: (laughs) Yes, uh, that famous sex act we all know about. Yes. The head job. The head job.
1: When you somehow travel through a vagina... Um on some unknown path i don't i don't know how this works out. It had to be very complicated uh mm-hmm. and yeah. then, not good. then then out of mouth yeah
0: yes um it's sort of sort of like it's it's like a like a kid on the playground who's just trying to pretend they know more about sex than they do <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, I watched that porno movie, saw this girl give a head job. Um, yeah, that's, it's, it's very bad. Um, I guess just, just, I already mentioned in my, in the cutting from my book that Jack and the Beanstalk, Cinderella, and Little Red Riding Hood are the three, three stories. And the frame story is that, um, Mother Goose uh, has sort of returned to sort of set the record straight on these fairy tales and tell us the the uncensored versions.
1: She actually and, frames it as that the originals are chauvinist and yes. from the man's point of view, and she's yes. going to tell it, you know, for the ladies, <laughs> which is <laughs> not even remotely true.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so, honey, as a lady, did you did you feel that this? Um, that these stories really spoke to your concerns.
1: <laughs> I can't say that they did. And I'm
0: and my apologies for sort of putting you on the spot like that. It's 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 I should not um I should not essentialize you in I, that fashion I mean, and ask I you to speak for all women.
1: Don't want to speak for all women, but I think I can safely say in this instance that no woman would have written any of this.
0: <laughs> also, um I I would like to go ahead and uh this invites you to take a step further back and let you speak on behalf of all people for a moment. Um, <laughs> is this, would you say that this is a good movie or a t- fucking terrible movie?
1: Oh, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> so like, who is this for? This is not for anyone. Like the animation, like, I think when I p- saw it on Wikipedia, the director claimed that, there were Hanna-Barbera and Disney animators working on it. Mm. And you can sort of see the Hanna-Barbera influence. There is zero Disney influence on this. It's it's <laughs> just very, yeah, like Flintstones-esque. Yeah. Like, slow flight, sort of, frame rate um, and mm-hmm. not sexy. I don't, <laughs> like, I know there's a lot of people who no, are into sort of, you know, animated pornography is sort of huge these days i think like hentai is like the one of the biggest search terms and whatnot but this is not that i don't think
0: yeah um and this this made me the style of the, the visual style of this made me think of mad magazine um more than any anything else just in sort of terms of the character design mm-hmm. uh and there's not i don't know um uh, f- if you spent much time with mad magazine or not but it's uh it's not sexy uh
1: yeah I-, I see it i didn't spend a lot of time with mad magazine i believe one time i was sick as a child and uh my parents bought it for me as a treat um when i was mm. too young i don't i think they just assumed it was a children's magazine <laughs> and um there was, like, a parody of Goofus and Gallant um, in which it said that Gallant is always prepared and he, like, was holding a, a stack of condoms. And then it said, Goofus searches the fridge for loose saran wrap. And as oh. a child, I didn't really know. Uh, that, was, that was a real eye-opening moment for me about the world <laughs> and how it works. <laughs>
0: I definitely had that issue.
1: Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's really nice.
0: Um, uh, that's how I learned about condoms, too. Cool. No, I don't think that's <laughs> correct. Uh, it maybe is, though. You never know. Hard to say. Uh, yeah, so.
1: Well, so should we go? I want to go back. Like, my first note on this movie is that please. the production company is called Producers Releasing Organization International which just sounds like we do business at the business factory of business. Yeah.
0: That's funny because that's sort of, that feels rather modern just in the sense that like now each, if I understand correctly, I think that all Hollywood movies are technically like released by like a one-time company that's formed and dissolved just for, uh, just for that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they often have pretty generic names, <laughs> but yeah, this this feels like somebody was hiding
1: money somehow, right? Yeah, or just uh, probably everyone who worked on this didn't want it to be known that they were working on this.
0: Yeah, i I would imagine that's true. Uh, I'm impressed by the people in the in the frame story at the at the, in the courtroom because, like, I think. Do you think maybe they just? They just didn't really know what they were getting into. And that's why they were willing to do it. Because if I had played, like for instance, the judge, who's uh, the Alex Trebek uh
1: lookalike. <laughs>
0: yeah, Alex Trebek looking guy. Uh and I and I knew that these cartoons were gonna be the main selling point of this, I would definitely be will have walked, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I wondered about that because jumping ahead a little bit, these stories, of course, get um, everybody in the courtroom just so hot that they get they get real horny. Um, But it's in a way that like uh, there's just a lot of like shoulder touching and putting their faces close to each other. Like it's supposed to Mm -hmm. read, I think, as just a wild orgy. But it's just definitely strangers who don't really want to, you know, have any uh, like actual skin to skin contact with anyone else who's there.
0: Yeah, they, they seem to have had an agreement with exactly one extra. Uh, the woman playing this, the courtroom stenographer, uh, she takes her top off mm-hmm. or it's taken off. I'm not sure the order of events and I'm not going to check. Uh, But everyone else stays 100% clothed. And I'm not
1: complaining about that. I I was thankful for that.
0: I am. Uh. I wanted to see that Alex Trebek (laughs) guy's dick. I just, I've always wondered, you know, well, here's the thing. Like you're, you're watching Jeopardy say, right? Mm -hmm. This is an experience I think many of us have had. You're watching Jeopardy. And, 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 and like everyone gets a question wrong, you know, or, uh, and sometimes Alex has to step in, uh, and give the answer. And right at that moment when he's the smart one, you're watching and you think, oh man, I, th- I bet Trebek has just like a huge dog.
1: I bet right? he does. And we yeah. know, we know for a fact that he sleeps in the nude. Um, really there was i did not know that story a few years ago i think he was in a hotel room in san francisco and someone tried to break in and he just chased them naked down the hallway wow it was sort of presented as this heroic story of Trebek fending off intruders in the nude
0: yeah i think that's great was that you Um, were you you it was really it was just housekeeping uh he (laughs) Very uh, he overreacted story. yeah he just like he'd never been in, it was his first time in a hotel <laughs> and yeah uh and yeah it's it, it is funny to me to imagine uh just people getting so turned on um by this that they just sort of sort of lose control because it's it's the least sexy thing i've ever seen <laughs>
1: And That's saying something.
0: Yeah. And I, because I see unsexy things all the time. Now, granted, um, maybe uh, I should watch this when there's not a quarantine, because I don't.
1: (laughs) You're distracted by all the like skin to skin contact and the lack of hand washing.
0: Uh, No, it's more that I just, I just don't think that I will ever find anything sexy ever again. Mm. That's reasonable. sort of where I'm at it's really yeah. gonna it's gonna be kind of rough for the future episodes of this because I think <laughs> like uh i I think I just might not be capable of those feelings anymore
1: I get it like some people are theorizing there's gonna be all these quarantine babies in nine months nope. and no, no one is i don't think anyone's i mean you're just like locked in a room with a person for for months and not not feeling great about it. So this movie we haven't really actually talked about. No, well,
0: let, let's talk about the 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 ways that this version sort of departs from the from the normal version. I'll bring up one of the things from Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, so in Jack and the Beanstalk, in the normal version, the beans are just sort of thrown out a window. In Once Upon a Girl's take on Jack and the Beanstalk. Uh, the beans are thrown out of, out a window, and then Jack jizzes on them, <laughs> and that makes them sprout and grow.
1: Yeah, that was another thing I had hoped to avoid via being in a cartoon film—is um, not having to see jizz depicted in any way.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh,
1: That's and yet here we are. Just
0: yeah, here we are. Here's but. As a counterpoint, though, um, I'm going to bring up another sort of Jizz adjacent moment that uh, uh, is sort of as a counterpoint. I'm going to bring up another um, another moment where I thought Jizz was going to play a more prominent part and then it did not. Are you ready?
1: Hmm.
0: OK, so um, Jack climbs the beanstalk, etc., etc. et, cetera, et cetera. Uh, He in up. The giant's mountain or mansion, mountain up in the giant's mansion up in the sky, there are two giants. Uh, it's a uh, you know, um, um a couple, uh, a lady giant and a fella giant. Um, via a series of events that I don't really feel like going into. Um, once again, um, uh, when uh, Jack ends up like the frog, um, oh wow. I just thought of something. Sorry to interrupt myself there. But in the beginning of this story, the frog ends up inside the um, the masturbating maiden's vagina. Uh, later on, Jack ends up inside the giant's vagina. Do you think that was intentional foreshadowing?
1: They're just setting it all up. I don't know. Yeah. Or we're just getting to know the very specific fetishes of the riders
0: oh that's also possible it's like that um, and
1: it, like su- sucking on nipples like a like a oh baby God, seems yeah, to be the like other baby. <laughs> do, the, do these films usually terrible. feature so much just hardcore nipple sucking
0: no never never ever and it, it had a very nursing quality about it every time yeah
1: just um, i could we could make this whole episode about the nipples in this movie
0: we could uh, here's so I, I don't know that I've, I've ever brought this up um, on the on the pod before, uh, but I'm a farm boy. I grew up on a farm, and uh, I, I would say that the the sort of the nipple sucking in this film was a f- a fairly accurate representation <laughs> of what it's like when. A uh, when a baby animal is actually nursing,
1: <laughs> I bet they you know animators are really into details. They probably mm-hmm. brought like a calf in mm-hmm. to to demonstrate nursing on an udder yes. for the animators for yes. them to sketch.
0: They they may well have and, f- uh, but I, th- as a follow up to that, a calf nursing is not an erotic act oh no i mean it's yeah. sort of it's sort of beautiful in the sense that it's it's life you know it's it's a cycle of life and birth and that's that's very nice there's something it's when one might even call it magical life affirming what one would not call it is sexy
1: Mm-mm.
0: i don't think uh but anyway um Let's see. Oh, um I was back to jizz, which is what got me here. Um uh Jack ends up inside the giant's vagina and um uh honey, you know more about anatomy than I do. Um probably most people do. Um but the the giant's vagina what it's sort of um What's what's that thing that hangs in the back of your throat? Is that
1: (laughs) the uvula? Uvula, yeah, that's what I think it is. Yeah, the uvula.
0: So (laughs) this sort of this sort of posits a world in which um, giant women um, they have a sort of vaginal uvula. Uh, Yes. Yeah, so that's bad. Um, But um, it's very bad. Uh, But anyway, um, the the Giants start to fuck. And um, so we have this long stretch of Jack sort of riding on the tip of a Giant's cock. Um, And then um, when they finish having sex, uh, he sort of slides out from the Giant's vagina. And, well, I just thought it could have, I was expecting it to be just like, just a landslide of jizz, um, but instead he's he's surprisingly he's surprisingly clean after it,
1: and I was quite thankful th- for that. Although the Where are you the uh, the father giant then implies that he's very happy with his giantess wife because after just one sex session she was able to immediately produce a son for him. So is this implying that from then on? Um, they're just going to raise this child. Well, hopefully not child based on what's been happening in this, 18 uh, year old boy as, as their, as their baby.
0: I think that is going to happen. Yeah. Cause that's okay. where it ends.
1: I mean, he's probably okay with that. I feel like that's, um, Jack's sort of dream life. Um, Oh, um, I do have some more notes just in general on this scene. Um, like, at first, when um, he enters, there's a, a harp that makes everything horny. And yes. um, when it plays its song, just everything in the giant's house gets, just starts fucking. Um, there's a sausage that fucks some uh-huh. beer. And um, yes, I think like candles sort of turn into like human bodies and begin fucking mm-hmm. there's some cooked chickens that start to have sex and then there's like a straight up mouse orgy yes. um, and it was just sort of a series of horrors that was getting worse and worse and worse. And then you think it's over, and then when the Giants start having sex, they just start looping the other stuff again and, like, zooming in on different parts of it. Like, I get that this probably didn't have a huge budget and animation's expensive, um, so you've got to loop stuff. But I really didn't need to see those particular actions looped over and over again.
0: No, not at all. Um, I forgot the... thing that i found maybe most troubling of all in this first section um and that is jack uh nursing at the udder of the cow oh yeah he
1: has like a a sex cow yeah.
0: yeah and his his frog friend is sort of like squirts the uh squirts milk from the cow's udder at various things and people and it's very much sort of like making a cow's udder a sort of like dick stand in and just sort of like jizzing on different things it's a very phallic yeah it's not good uh no. and, and and basically the the inciting event in this version of jack and the beanstalk is basically that jack is sort of too horny for the cow and that is why the cow must be
1: sold It's true, yeah. Like, his mom is just real sick of him uh, sucking on that cow. Mm -hmm. So he, uh, she sends him out, and um, he meets a troll who flashes him. Yes. And offers to send him dirty pics, which are probably, like, the dirty pics, I think, are just a series of, like, the failed proposals for other scenes they had in this movie. The most disturbing of which is, like, hansel fucking gretel i think well like a, the bo- which is in like bondage sort of looking over them yeah. um just because it's animation doesn't make it okay guys if they're no, uh no. if they're kids uh yeah real real trouble yeah. by that and yeah. then um are we allowed to say what they refer to the princess as i don't think that's a pc term anymore
0: like the 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 thing about when so she's referred she's referred to as a gypsy princess yes um
1: it's not it's actually not, about that <laughs> those people <laughs> like right it's not people. it's not
0: it's not actually about a kind of real person in the world where it's like you said the wrong term you know what i mean so yeah. it's like it's it's sort of like how do I want to, how do I, what's the, what's yeah, I pre- come on, honey, don't what's the way to address
1: any of this is probably the best way to go. I probably already said something wrong.
0: <laughs> no, well, just so um, let me, let me put it this way. When, when, when sort of um, when, when this sort of like offensive caricature comes up, it's not just that uh, the wrong word was used to describe a person. The caricature is so offensive Regardless of terminology, that you that that it doesn't even it doesn't even really make sense to sort of correct the term.
1: Yes. Let's. Well, so the so the woman says, "How you like to try these kind of tits?" Um, and he would. Oh yeah. Yeah. So he He does. Yes. Um, and that's how he gets the beans. He trades the cow, um, and he gets uh, apparently just to have sex with this woman and, um, beans. And then as we established, he goes home, um, he thinks about the woman and their encounter and comes on the beans, which grows a Mm -hmm. beanstalk. Uh, and that leads us to where we are, I think with this, um, these giants, um, which he, and I think uh, we're, yeah. Oh, and I had yeah, another fun adopted. fun quote that I wrote down from this scene. Um, sometimes Please. it was a little hard to understand. The music mixing versus the dialogue wasn't great. Um, yeah,
0: that's our major criticism of this film. A little bit. sound editors, <laughs> get back into it. Let us follow the story better.
1: So, like when, um, so the narrator says, then she grabbed a hold of Jack's cock and steered that thing back into her steaming pussy little jack's prick slammed like grease lightning cream to the firewalls um wow. and they th- i don't know um cream i don't even know if i to the firewalls that's what i heard and this could just be me unfortunately like interpreting things that i couldn't quite make out clearly um but since they already said Greased Lightning, um, maybe that was like, what year did Grease come out? Was this just like a contemporary hit song? Because that one famously also <laughs> uses the word cream in an unfortunate manner.
0: Yeah. You know, I just want to invite everyone out there listening. Go ahead and cream to the firewalls. You know? <laughs> yeah. You only live once.
1: But Life then a short. minute later, he says, hmm. when mom sees these beans, she'll cream me. Um, so they're not even yeah, sticking with a, a standard definition of cream. Um, yeah. I, I'm
0: going to go ahead and tell you something. I figured Jack was going to have sex with his mom.
1: Like, <laughs> like these movies have ruined your mind enough that that's your go to next step of this thing.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, she's, she's introduced. She's in a, she's in the world of this film seems like an attractive lady. It's hard to say, who we're supposed to, I mean, um, uh, uh, who's gonna, you know, like gonna get in on the action and, and who's not. (laughs) But I just figured that's probably where we're headed, right? That's where like, I mean, we saw like two roasted chickens fuck. (laughs) Like that's definitely weirder than Jack of the Beanstalk fame fucking his mom. I think.
1: (sighs) I, the incest doesn't show up till later. I was hoping that they would avoid this in this film, but they mm. they they do not. Mm, um, and yeah. I think it says something very very troubling about you that that was your immediate thought. But um, I'll leave. Wow. Uh, I, wow. I'll wow. leave our you this, your folks. previous guest <laughs> to discuss wow. that with you, <laughs> being, I'm being sure persecuted. she'll. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure yeah. Rena Dakota will have some thoughts on that. Um, oh, hmm. okay.
0: Well. Sorry for having watched a number of these films, and um, uh, I mean it's not like we we, get so we there's some weird incest stuff coming up, so it's yeah. not like I was totally wrong. Um, let's
1: yeah, I, I think guess we, we can I go on to, to the, the, yeah. the Cinderella. Let's go to Cinderella. I think let's Jack Cinderella,
0: is the incest one.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So um, this this version of Cinderella. Doesn't take as many liberties as sort of um the Jack and the Beanstalk story, and not nearly as many as Little Red Riding Hood, which is basically unrecognizable. Uh mm. but this has the same same basic story beats as the as the v- Cinderella that we all know and love. Um the only um the main differences being uh just that there's a lot of like there's like some wicked witch stuff in the beginning that is very out of place.
1: Yeah, I mean, maybe because I'm not familiar, like, I'm only mostly familiar with, like, the Disney-fied version, but I don't remember sure. Cinderella's dad actually playing any sort of a role. Um no. And in this one, he does, uh, just to get, like, more men involved, I guess. Yeah, um,
0: and the sex shop, um, the witch running a sex shop, that's been excised from most versions of the story, Oh, you mean the,
1: the Wicked Witch of the Wang is not in the Disney film?
0: Uh no, not as such no. At least the sex shop isn't.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, um I forget what uh the evil stepmother buys from there. Um but She gets uh, like some sort yeah, of potion it's, it's, to It's like a dildo. It's a magic dildo store, basically.
1: No, like the witch is trying to sell the wicked stepmom on dildos. Like most of her stock is dildos. Um, of various kinds, but she ends up getting a potion that she can put in Cinderella's dad's drink, and then he wakes up, and just she's suddenly gorgeous in front of him. They just introduce that the stepsisters are in an incestuous relationship just by like the camera is just sort of panning. Like there's just some parallax scrolling action where you're following the wicked stepmother and just in the foreground behind a bush, they're uh, just going at it. Um,
0: This one um, was less appalling to me than the first or third sections so, it, I mean, by far, very...
1: yeah. It was sort of forgettable. It was the one they sort of stuck in the middle cause, and put the least effort into, I think so. But by virtue of that, it was also just the least um, offensive because it had the least amount of content in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> a good point. I mean, um, there is there, a does... lot of
1: troubling stuff about like virginity that I'm sure you've yes. gotten into on your podcast before, but... Um,
0: well, well, not just the sort of um, the whole sort of the 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 very concept and how it's sort of a, a concept that's about sort of like putting women in a box and sort of uh, making uh, sort of suggesting that that uh, that a woman's sexuality is for some some man, um, but also just the idea of the prince going around fucking everyone um so that he can and that's how he's figuring out like um who you know who who was that mysterious lady from the ball is just like well if i have sex with everyone uh, then i'll know
1: <laughs> yeah the basic like there's no shoe in this film basically no. cinderella shows up to the ball i thought she had sex floating on a rainbow with the prince but apparently they just it was just some heavy foreplay action um and then he's like And then she disappears at midnight and then, um, he's like, she's the only virgin in the kingdom. Uh, so I just have to go out there and find the only virgin left. Um,
0: yeah. And you know what I say? Good for you kingdom, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, go
0: for it consensually mm -hmm. for fun.
1: Um, so yeah, they, he finds her and they, uh, they, um, it says oh, that they live happily the w- oh go ahead
0: yeah just the weird fake out which is what you were getting to i Oh imagine. yes
1: yes so the they live happily ever after tile card comes up um but then our narrator mother goose from the courtroom scene uh cl- calls bullshit um and is like well this is how it really ends up um and it's just basically that they have a lot of children, and then uh, her body isn't as beautiful as it once was, and um, that means that their marriage is terrible and over, you know? You know, yeah, guys, exactly. right? Yeah, Right, her, fellas, right? Huh? right. She just you has know a bunch, bunch of babies and, you know, just yeah. loses that, that body-yaddy-yaddy. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, it's pretty bad. Uh, but you know, like, it's, it's that end part. It's, in some ways, it's sort of, like, uh, you, you could say you might even think it admirable to sort of knock down that whole, like, happily ever after cliche. But also, like, isn't this a movie that people are supposed to jerk off to? Like, what is, who is this for?
1: <laughs> yeah. Like, they can't decide whether they just want it to be just goofy, funny, or something to actually turn people on.
0: Um, the third section is a little Red Riding Hood, uh, and it's the one that's like, it's has the least to do with the source material, and is the grossest in some ways.
1: This is the one that almost made me turn it off. Uh, it's it's very problematic. It's bad. It has almost nothing to do with the original story. Um, right? There's no wolf. No. Yeah. Uh, I'll just. Yeah. let you, you yeah, describe what happens in this one take take it you oh, can take okay. it from here yeah yeah
0: sure so there's no grandmother's house there's no wolf um little red riding hood is going to a wedding um and on on her on her way um a series of of hunters all sexually assault her uh and um she um she sort of becomes more and more accustomed to this abuse, and uh, by the end of the section, uh, starts to uh, volunteer for it and even and seek it out in her 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 damaged state, Um, and her uh, this this leads to when she finally does arrive naked at the wedding, um, the wedding turns into an orgy, uh, and the orgy in the in, in the wedding sort of matches. Uh, the orgy taking place in the courtroom in real life. Uh, and that's what allows uh, Mother Goose to slip out. Uh, and that is what allows the film to end.
1: Mhm. And that's, that's my favorite part. Yeah. When it's, when it's over and I never have to watch it again. Yeah. I'm sorry. This movie ends on just like the lowest of, I mean, but it's not terrible. The, and, yeah, especially a bummer. S-
0: uh let's go ahead and and rate this film, you know? Um uh folks will know that our our rating system is typically we go between 1 and 5 ferns. Um 1 being the hardest possible uh no and and 5 being the softest possible. Yeah, um maybe uh watch this. Um I've thought about this for uh well about 24 hours or so. And I think that I have no choice but to award this film um, the lowest possible rating, uh, a one fern. It's the worst thing I've seen.
1: <laughs> Did I break you? Is this it? Is no. the podcast ending? Okay. No.
0: No. I I, I think yeah, that's uh maybe um. that should be sort of a new <laughs> new running gag where sort of like everyone tells me when they come on this to like never do it again um uh, yeah. but no more, i'm excited to like, get back on the horse and and watch some more um terrible movies uh, but mm-hmm. what's your score
1: um i'm going to have to agree with you um i feel justified in that like i was gonna say your guest probably just always gives it the lowest score because they're not um they don't have the scale quite that you're working with. Um, but the fact that you also gave this one Vern, um, makes me feel like I'm being fair with that and not just bringing in my own, um, I don't know, dislike of porn to this rating.
0: No, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, um, I don't, I don't think you're being harsh, uh, in, at all. I want to thank you so much for watching this horrible movie and, chatting with me about it honey thank
1: you um well thanks for having me um and giving me something to do in these uh, uh troubling times
0: yeah and i just want to point out to folks um that you uh did the the cool all the cool art um you know like on our twitter and like our our like itunes icon and stuff you made that for us and you know years ago now and i really appreciate it
1: oh thank you i'm happy to help
0: and I was, um, you know, I kind of, um, I, th- I, I think, probably this is the week to go ahead and direct people to RandyChardonnay.com. Um and you know, uh, that's that's uh, that's a website that you that you helped with. Um, I, I hope we'll get actually get the 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 website's actual like coder, editor, algorithm generator. I hope we'll get him on. Uh, for another episode for an episode soon, mm-hmm. um, i am I did want him to be on mic with you, um, but I'm ultimately glad um he didn't watch this did he
1: <laughs> no, he Good. like to just give you a little insight. We were in the same room um and he could see my face at the time, and I would just i, I signaled I signaled what was happening, and he was thankful that yeah. he was not involved on the other side of the screen.
0: RandyChardonnay.com is a wonderful website, uh, and it allows you to uh, just, I know that we've all seen someone's bad take on a, a sort of a, a, an algorithm to generate a porn name for you. Um, most of those are like, why don't you tell us your mother's maiden name and your social security number and the street you grew up, grew up on, and we'll steal your data and, um, and uh, your identity, and then we'll spit out a really half-assed stab at a porn name for you. But this one is really good, I think. Um, and I want to repeat my offer. If, um, uh, if you are using the quarantine to sort of like, uh, sort of as a launching pad for your cam career, cause you're like, I've been thinking about doing it for so long, you know? Uh, so why not? Um, drop me a message uh tell me about the name that you generated um from randychardonnay.com and let me subscribe to your to your only fans answer a few questions and uh tell me uh tell me what great names uh my important internet webpage came up with for you well honey thanks so much for being my guest this week
1: oh thanks for having me have a good one I can't tell if you cut off or if you're just judging me still.